0: Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the artist behind the music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Social's Management. Simply Social's Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service.
1: Hello and welcome to the Artist Behind the Music Canadian Edition. Today we have Zachary Simon with us from Ontario. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. I'm actually a Calgary boy at, as, uh, as my roots are, but I'm living over here in Toronto now. But That's right. can't That's let that one slide. My uh, my friends and family would kind of roast me for uh, being <laughs> a trader on that one. So,
1: How long have you been out in Toronto for?
2: I've lived here for about two years. And do you like it? What's better,
1: Calgary or Toronto? Oh, it's it's
2: tough. it's tough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, around around Christmas and the holidays, Calgary is is pretty amazing. Going to the the rink by my house, little shed there. It was like hot chocolate, all my friends skating around, and so that's kind of unbeatable. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of things kind of change at home as as you grow older, and it's not quite the same. Like my little my dog died, and like my my gramps passed away, so coming back home is always kind of a, a bittersweet sort of thing. So it's kind of Toronto has been a great kind of new beginning for me. And, and uh, so I, I am loving it here and the opportunity here, obviously recently it's kind of slowed down a bit, but it's, it's been just an amazing change for me and kind of a whole renaissance personally, just being in Toronto. So.
1: Yeah, it's so true. They're, they're very uh, different places, but both magical in a different kind of way. Right. Both yeah. Homes, if you will, that you
2: can connect. Yeah, to. yeah. Calgary, like when past kind of eight o'clock, you go outside and you hold your breath, and nobody is moving in the winter. It's so silent. But here, it's just always moving, and no matter the time of day, there's just like an Uber driver like nearly running you over. Like it's just like a madhouse over here. But I, I do. I am kind of getting used to the big city energy, and and uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying it more and more as as I spend time here. But yeah
1: cool would you find that musically you're inspired differently being in toronto
2: um that's actually a good question sometimes i wonder like when i when i go home and i visit i definitely feel like i write um i have i just kind of rediscover my roots when i go home so i kind of remember the things that i really love about music and and i listen i'm i'm a very kind of nostalgic person so i'll listen to my old favorite artists and kind of remember what inspired me so but when i come here i also i kind of have evolved a lot in my writing and in my taste so i do think there's probably a difference when i write a song back home or when i come back to toronto and and have it go here so i think that's that's probably an interesting uh Question. I should. I should.
1: Yeah, kind of.
2: make a little chart and see compare yeah,
1: location. <laughs> yeah. Feeling, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Who are some of your biggest influences? You mentioned you like to come home and listen to, to artists that you love growing up. Who would some of those be?
2: Yeah, I would say. Well, I would say most of my favorite artists are kind of the people I listened to in my most formative years, like when I was kind of you know in grade nine, 10, 11 and uh one artist that always stands out to me that i always give as a reference is atmosphere um he's uh he's an kind of underground hip-hop artist I
1: can't, say, I can't lie i don't even know
2: who that is <laughs> yeah i do know it's like most
1: you're,
2: you're not alone you're not alone like he's actually especially like if you're not into underground hip-hop or like indie hip-hop he's not well known but in the in the kind of hip-hop community he is a legend and um he's just got like like his style really really kind of reached out and grabbed me when i was a kid because he's kind of like he had this like rebellious feel and and his he's very lyrical just like brilliant lyrics and this crazy emotion in his voice and then above all i think he just is very truthful like he would just kind of say things that nobody else was saying and it just really connected with me like you know talking about the inner workings of his like his suffering and his struggle. And even though I was like this kid growing up in the Southwest of Calgary, I was like, yeah, that's me, man. That's me. Like, I get it. I didn't, but you feel it.
1: (laughs) In our own way, though. I mean, I think um, it's fair to say that we all struggle throughout life in different shapes and forms. And it's not to say that one's worse than the other. And I think, um, you know, sometimes people are in more fortunate situations than others, but there's still human emotion that's, to us all right so yeah, absolutely we all feel struggle in some way i think that's something that can connect us worldly kind of like right now in life um we're all struggling in some form right just with mm-hmm. yeah going on in 2020 it's just been a crazy ride how have you pivoted to adjust to kind of the new normal yeah.
3: yeah well
2: well kind of i guess just before covid kind of happened Um, things were kind of starting to build momentum for me. I I moved to Toronto um, to pursue a career as uh, mostly a songwriter. Um, And I kind of came with the idea of being an artist, but like I was definitely in my own way a lot and had a lot of self-doubt and all those classic things and imposter syndrome and all of those, all of those classic uh, artist attributes or somebody who hasn't started yet or, but I was I was starting to get a lot of traction as a songwriter and starting to get into the room with different people and writing kind of with different labels and kind of getting my name out there and then COVID happened and then it just kind of felt like everything was was lost and like um, the studio I worked at a lot as well it kind of dissolved it was uh, this really amazing hub of like culture and you'd show up there and there'd be People working on music in every room and there was just this liveliness to it and then and then it kind of all just dropped off and so for a couple months it was very um it was very kind of feeling stagnant and a little sad but at the same time then then i i just kind of stopped having enough time or i stopped having sessions with other people and i just kind of started focusing on on my own project and um the first time i ever started like releasing my own stuff has been over this pandemic so in many ways it's been just i needed the world to kind of turn on its head in order to propel me forward and just realize that like you know life is fragile and and uh it's short and um it's important to just like forget i I don't know just get out of my own way and start start releasing music so it kind of began for me doing these kind of like silly mini songs on instagram and like some of them, you know, the quality of them will range, uh, but but you know they've been they've been very liberating for me because my biggest issue is has not it's it's been just getting in front of people. I think that's been my biggest problem is the the fear and anxiety of of being bad or being seen, being on the internet circulating when I'm not there and wondering you know like you know all the things you tell yourself that are that can be really negative. Um, so for me, a big, uh, huge thing has been just like doing these little mini songs and, and, uh, just getting used to being in front of people. And then at the same time, just like improving my skill and that's in, in return kind of attracted me some fans and, and then I released my first two singles. So that was, that was great. Um, and then my third single is coming up in a couple weeks. So basically my whole music career has been encompassed in this pandemic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so yeah. interesting. And I, you know, I love that you kind of pivoted to your own well-being. Like, what, what is it that I need to feel the best that I can feel? And oh, it's, absolutely. you nailed it. Like, get out of your own way. And I think the thing that stops all of us, it's not external forces of luck or who you know. I think a lot of times it's like, you don't feel good enough, so you don't put yourself out there. And not you, yeah. people in general. Yeah. Like, another human
2: Mm-hmm. yeah resistance comes in a million ways like from the external world like it, like it is there and luck is a part of it but primarily the I agree like the resistance comes from yourself and like and um just like it, it has a lot to do with just um uh just being being more comfortable with who you are and and you know just being okay with with your truth as a person and and um yeah, it's, it's so complicating and it's it's such an such an intricate issue, but like the more that I release music and the more I put myself out there, the easier it gets. Like even the first couple of times I posted on Instagram, that whole day I was like, I couldn't look at my phone. Like I'd put it away and like, if it lit up, I was like, oh my God, like I actually felt sick about it. Like, I don't know if that's like a normal sort of anxiety. I'm sure like people can relate, but like. Yeah, it's intense.
1: It is intense. And especially with social media, it's you, you're putting yourself out there and you don't know who you're putting yourself out there to. It could be people that love you and it could be people that you know maybe don't like what you're doing and have judgment based on their own stuff. For right? sure. Yeah. And it just sucks when you feel, when you see <laughs> someone doesn't like what you're doing. It kind of stings a little, right? And I, I don't think um, it matters what level you're at. If no. so, vocalizes they don't like you
2: in a public platform it doesn't yeah for, for <laughs> sure and, and I think that was part of my naivety at the beginning is wanting to win them all and like that's just not gonna happen um but you know like you win some and like now that I've won some and like people that I don't know and like I have like sort of fans that like <laughs> message me like yeah. um and you know one of the coolest things uh, actually when when I first released Broke uh which was my first single and this kid, uh, like, I don't even know, he was like, he, I can't remember which state he's from, but this, this American kid posted a video of himself he, and he had memorized the whole rap verse to my song. And uh, that was just like, you know, I was like, obviously your friends, like it, your family likes it. But then all of a sudden this kid who was like, like I said, like in those formative years and he's listening and, and singing along to my song, and he knows the words. I was like, you know what? Like the whole world can hate this song. Like this kid likes it. And that's that's fucking awesome. So,
1: yeah, it's like know. when we start uh, focusing in on, you know, what we what we love or the people that love us, all of a sudden the other things disappear, right? Yeah.
2: Like, for again, sure. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and and kind of before like when we were chatting before you hit record, mm-hmm. it's kind of that idea of you know, the the end goal is about connecting with people and and it's not like for me anyway, like I want to feel not I want to feel understood as a person, but I also hope that um, my listeners feel understood and connect with, with the truth of that and, and having uh yeah. So I think that connection aspect is, is kind of my main goal. And that to me is kind of the greatest success I can have, even, even if it's on a small scale. So
1: absolutely. And I think success can be measured in so many different ways for so many different people. And there's not just one route to success and there's not one answer to success. So I guess just, you may have already said this, but what is success to you? Is it that connection with one person or does it go beyond that?
2: You know, I, I think it right now, like it goes beyond that in material ways. Obviously you want to, you want to start really profiting off your music. Like if you're like, that is a, a huge element of success is like, you know, you have to find a way to make it sustainable. And like, so, so in that regard, yeah, like I I think it would be great to collect some royalties and like, you know, make some make some cash doing what I love. So that's that's kind of this kind of surface level idea of success. But like, you know, I think success has been to me getting out of my own way, releasing the music um, and then, you know, every song I write, I'm getting a little better at being honest and truthful and like Every song I write is getting better. And I think with every release I put out, they're just gonna be a better reflection of who I am and like just finding finding more ways to express myself that uh that I connect with. So I think the success is is the progress. And um and so it's it's just so many different things to me that that you can you can kind of measure it in. So
1: yeah and I think it can t- continuously changes too right and I think knowing that today this is what my success looks like and tomorrow it might be different and and that's okay but always yeah. moving moving forward Absolutely yeah Yeah how did you push through that resistance this year of putting your song out there like getting out of your way hitting upload and sending it out to the world what kind oh of t- to-
2: It's hard to remember because I think I blacked out for a month there but <laughs> but uh my uh my producer Michael he's become a very close friend of mine and we've had a lot of like very like kind of deep discussions of of you know just moving forward and and how to kind of get out of your own way and and so that was a big thing but you know another another way I kind of broke that resistance is because I also kind of want to I want to see more people doing it right and like Part of it, it's not like I think of myself as like a martyr or anything, but like okay, <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? Like there's a lot of my friends who are like incredible artists. And uh I've heard so many great songs that never got released and people people just don't like it the problem is not talent, it's not work ethic, it's just like, oh, this song doesn't fit my brand, maybe the next one will, or like it's there's so many reasons why people don't do it and i think at that time i was so eager to just just release it um because i've seen so many people falling into the trap including myself of just waiting to be ready and i don't think i i got so many different opinions about it like like some of my friends like aaron Pollock and and reuben young like they're, they're such talented artists and they were kind of in the mindset, you know, like, don't release a song until you're like really ready. And you you like they kind of come from it from like a more like make sure it's the right song, which I totally like respect. And I think that that's one way to go. But my personality is like, I got to start going. Otherwise, I'm just going to stop. And, yeah. and, um, and for me, like uh, the resistance always is something that um, I need to break through as i go and i can't face it all in the beginning um so it was more just like blindly put it out there and then see see all of like deal with the repercussions later sort of thing so
1: and like really there's been no repercussions i feel like the success you've had with your releases this year has been has been great the sound that you've put out is is yeah. kind of fun and hooky and it's yeah. good vibes you're putting out there and i think it's yeah. really
2: important um, honestly like just even from just like a like a very basic standpoint, like, it's just given me a really good platform for the next ones, right? Like, it's not like there were like, hits or anything, but it's just like, awesome for me now, because now when I go to release this next song coming up, it's like, I have all the infrastructure, I have all of like, I have a bunch of like, fans and followers. So, and it just allows me to, like, just get my songs heard easier. So it's, I, in my, in my mind, it's been really beneficial. And like, I'm sure in like a year, I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, like maybe I should take those songs down, but for now I'm like proud of it, and I'm effect, right?
1: The more we put out, um, the more we have to build on. whatever yeah. else, Like whether it's content or music or videos or whatever, right?
2: A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just continuous growth. <laughs> That's how I like to look at it. Well, it's inspiring. Yeah. I love having conversations like this with with people that are pushing through that resistance and that fear, and just letting themselves shine for who they are and You know we were talking a little bit too about just being vulnerable and open to who you are as a person and i think that's another thing that's so important in this in this industry is just sharing that you know you are just human sharing your story and that's what people can connect with
2: yeah absolutely i mean it's uh it's a it's a process every day to like to allow myself to be more vulnerable and allow myself especially you know just getting used to being in in the the public eye and like even this right now like talking to you this is my first like interview and I yeah so so uh, it is like it is a different you're like it's learning how to wear different hats but ultimately like you know I was thinking about even just coming to talk to you because it is my first interview it's like you know what's the, what's the persona, right? Like, do I, am I myself or am I like this artist version of myself or am I like, do I try to be this? Do I try to be that? And then, you know, as soon as I start talking, I just, I kind of lose, it's, I kind of lose all of those kind of preset ideas of who I'm supposed to be. Oh, and, I'm so
1: glad you said that.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. you're not alone in feeling like that. It's like, mm-hmm. who am I supposed to be? Well, who are you supposed to, who are you? Be you, yeah. right? Like, Let's all just be ourselves and stop thinking we need to be something b- greater and bigger than, than
2: yeah. Bigger because we yeah. are
1: perfect.
2: I always settle on trying to be somebody else, and then as soon as I start opening my mouth, it doesn't work. Like I just, I always like blow blow my cover as like a cool, mysterious guy in <laughs> the first thirty seconds. So, but I'm I think
1: that's, you know that's good, and I think that's important to share thoughts like that with people because. You're not alone in that feeling. You're not alone in that thought process, and just yeah. people can hear stories like this. It makes that fear shrink just a little bit, right? Just knowing that oh, I'm not the only person that didn't know how to act or how to feel or how to be or what to say, you know?
2: It's yeah. I think it's it's just uh, just remembering that like it kind of kind of exactly what you're saying is like when people are listening, they're thinking more about themselves and like how how they are affected you know what I mean like like I find when I'm like a lot of my nerves is and especially earlier on it's because like I think my ego was more fragile and now it's like you know people don't care that much about me right like they care about themselves and they care about how I relate to them and like and so yeah
1: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly well on that note I would love to hear you perform for us if you're ready
2: yeah, absolutely. Cool. I might need to get my uh, guitar into
1: Yeah, get your stuff and uh we'll be here.
2: Cool. So I guess uh by the time this interview is released, this uh sorry. I've got my uh I've got my door open because I'm trying to to uh embrace the last good weather. I guess it's not really that, that nice outside, but <laughs> I'm really trying to milk summer into uh late november yes, here
1: as you can i'm all for that for sure
2: so this song is called dockside um and it should be released by the time this interview comes out um and uh, i think personally it's it's one of the more important songs i've written it's about um kind of my family and and uh and we used to go up to the lake every summer um And uh, this is that. So I'll just let you kind of make your own mind up about it. That's not right.
3: Chilling on the dark side, you'll see in your whole life how it's all gone by way too fast. Standing in the sunlight with your fingers closed tight, round the waist of an hourglass. Flip it on his head and we'll do it again. Make everything now like it was back then. We were in the good life, chilling on the dark side, yeah. Your dreams and your memories collide. Pillow taking you for a ride to an old familiar July. To a moment nearly so picture perfect that a tear starts forming in your ride. You sigh and catch your reflection in the still water. No gray hair, no double chin. You hear the call of your daughter. Father of three, better snap out of your daydream. Ready to ski. Dad, don't keep waiting. Barefoot smiling at the end of the dock. You think if this is a dream, then I don't want to wake up. If this is a dream, then I don't wanna wake. If this is a dream, then I don't wanna wake. Chilling on the dark side, you'll see in your whole life how it's all gone by way too fast. Standing in the sunlight with your fingers closed tight, round the waist of an hour class. Flip it on his head and we'll do it again. Make everything now like it was back then. We were in the good life, Chilling on the dark side. But you wake up two decades later, sad smile on your lips while the sweet dream is savored. You remember that the young girl is now a young woman. The two little boys turn late 20-something. But you still picture them running around in life jackets asking you and mom to sleep, all three of them in the same mattress. And you wish it were the same now. Hit the brake and take them back to the lake house. And it's causing you pain now, knowing there's no turning back. Wander down the lane, to memory take a drive up to the lake. They were young and innocent in the summer of yesterday. Yeah, in the summer of yesterday, in the summer of yesterday. In the summer of yesterday, in the summer of yesterday. In the summer of yesterday. Chilling on the dark side, you are see in your whole life how it's all gone by way too fast. Standing in the sunlight with your fingers closed tight. Around the waist of an hourglass. Flip it on his head and we'll do it again. Make everything now like it was back then. We were in the good life. Chilling on the dark side. Yeah, that's that. I love
1: that. That's so good dude there's no reason to have fear like Thank you're you. so talented and you need to just like throw that out into the world with confidence Thank you.
2: Right? I felt like I like I I felt like I just swallowed a like a pile of sawdust right before I started singing that so hopefully hopefully that first couple no it
1: was, it was great it was great um you know what you gotta go with it when things like that happen um I was doing an Instagram live once and I don't know what happened but all of a sudden my throat just was like we're not singing anymore. And it was just oh like this hack fest and I'm this close to the screen. You can't run. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> you're just,
2: oh my god.
1: you just got to laugh and go with it. Right.
2: That's so funny. I mean, it's something that like when you don't perform a lot, cause like I just sing that, like I've sang that song a million times, but like, it's so weird. As soon as you like know you're doing it in front of people, your body does things to you. Like you don't you just like lose saliva and like you start shaking and like playing too fast or too slow. It's like, it's super weird, but.
1: Yeah, no, it's so true. And I think every artist that you would ever talk to would agree with that. Do you have any tools that you use to recenter yourself in those moments? Are you still figuring that
2: out? (laughs) I'm still figuring it out, but I think um, a big tool that I like to just, just to remember is like, just to, remember what you're saying (laughs) because like it's super easy to just think about like how you look or the performance or like how you sound um but then just remembering what you're saying like what what the song means to you and and making sure you're telling the story because you know i work really hard to tell the story and like you don't want to make you don't want it to be overshadowed by a really bad performance but like i think if you just focus on on the actual like lyrics and stuff it works out okay
1: that's good advice focus on what you're saying yeah that's your truth right so that helps a lot cool (laughs) let's let's hear another one
2: okay cool so when this one comes out it'll uh when this interview comes out this will still be unreleased so it's gonna be my single after this it's called just another day it's uh yeah
3: Waking up throat is froggy, she called me later than I would have liked last night. Slurring my words, need a coffee, I'm groggy, take a sip and wipe the fog from my eyes. Cocktails sweet dissatisfaction in my bachelor pad, I'll shake on and stir. I'm a decent physical statue. Guess I'm born. I always look for something more. Maybe I'll find it on another page. Another chord I strum in. just another day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Just another taste of coffee on my tongue. All you lost, lose my head, find love, make a mess. It's just another day. Mm-mm-mm-mm stepping out of my monstrous condo people pushing like it's musical chairs strolling upstream through the traffic like salmon jumping straight into the jaws of a bear the city wants to engulf me dissolve me ever since i learned the secret of life I can't remember the details, but trust me, I'll remember once again when I'm high. Maybe I'll find it on another page. Another code I strung, just another day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Just another taste of whiskey on my tongue. All you lost, lose my head, find love, make a mess, it's just another day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nice.
1: i love that one too you got such a groovy groovy feel good vibe i really like it
2: i like your dancing thank you like for you. Uh, bopping along over there
1: no problem um that's what i'm here for
2: <laughs> that's pretty, awesome, good. Though. pretty good
1: very good um yeah i'm excited for your releases and to see all the new exciting fun things that you're putting out into the world this year i think you should be very excited for yourself and know that the resistance is always going to be there. Just a message to everyone. Like, it's always there. And it's just we build tools and keep good people in your corner, right? To help you blast through those walls.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank so, you so much for having me, Crystal. You're you're an excellent host.
1: Oh, thank this you. This is a lot
2: of fun. So well, thank for you that. so
1: much for, for being here. I do appreciate it. I always like to leave with this question. If you had one message to share with the world, what would that be?
2: Uh, get out of your own way same th- for the theme of our conversation just get out of your own way there's enough things in, there's enough things in your way
1: totally don't be one of them yeah That's perfect well mm-hmm. Zachary Simon thank you so much for joining us you are an amazing artist and had great stories to share about being vulnerable and authentic to real life so thank you for sharing your stories I appreciate it
2: thank you so much for having me
0: Crystal Thanks so much for listening to the artist behind the music. Make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests to stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows. Be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.